Welcome to Explore the Word. I'm so glad you could join in today and I hope it's going well for you and your family. And we'll continue our survey of the Old Testament. In this episode, we'll look at the book of Job. Now, like Esther, Job is a, another book named after its main character rather than its author. Uh, though Job may have recorded much of the details of the book, we don't really know who wrote the book of Job. Uh, a number of names have been suggested over the centuries or eons, whatever term you want to use. Job himself, uh, Moses, Solomon, Jeremiah, and there's others uh, who have been mentioned as well. Whoever wrote it was led by the Lord to write it. It's the Lord's word recorded for us. It should not be a surprise that man will cast doubt on the word of God. That has continuously happened throughout the beginning of God's word here with us, with man. And Job, the book of Job, is certainly one that has been questioned. Different questions have come up over the years Job uh, is identified as a man living in Uz. Job chapter 1, 1. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil. So we believe the word of God. The word of God tells us who Job was, where he lived. Um, there's other scriptural references to Job. Ezekiel 14, verses 14 to 20. The historical reality of Noah Daniel and Job is confirmed. James chapter 5 verses 10 and 11 speak of Job's suffering and endurance again solidifying the reality that Job was real. So man might question but even God's word says hey Job was real. He lived uh, and he endured. He suffered. Uh, so evidence once again that God's word is true. The setting of Job takes place between Abraham and Moses. Um, we see here a pattern of life and religion in which uh, Job acts as the father priest of his home, of his house. The great age of Job, 140, Job 42 verse 16 says, After this lived Job 140 years and saw his sons and his sons' sons even for generations. That's a long time. Abraham lived 175 years. Now, lacking any reference in the book of Job to the Mosaic Law, um, so this is pre-existing of the Exodus and things of that, so uh, it's old. The book of Job, Job himself, the time period is old. Uh, the geographical location, the Bible references to us, suggests a location east of Edom. Jeremiah 25, 20, and all the, the mingled people and all the kings of the land of Uz, and all the kings of the land of Philistines, Ashelon, Ahaz, uh, Ekron, and a remnant of Ashton. Uh, the probable location of these events would be northwest Arabia in the desert highlands, maybe 100 miles from the Dead Sea. That's a maybe. We don't know exactly, but that's kind of like the area the religious setting we see a father priest situation as i mentioned earlier job's offering for his family suggested a time like that of abraham when domestic religious rites uh, were carried out apart from any organized corporate religion you know there's no church or anything of that nature uh, job's piety is demonstrated that he fulfilled this even in times of social pleasure, he was serious about this. Uh, this was not a passing thing to him. The three th three friends had legalistic view of sin and suffering. 
God was thought of as a cause and effect deity who immediately rewarded or punished in like an automated manner. Uh, having wrong, having a wrong view of God gave them a wrong view of Job and his suffering, and they developed a wrong view of themselves as well. It's amazing how we get one thing off, it's wrong, and how the ripple effects take place in our lives. Uh, they were strangers to God's way of extended grace and mercy, to uh, uh, underserving, you know, how Job refused to bow to their solutions. They thought that you know, his suffering was because of his blasphemy. And they would learn the truth. Job was faithful. Uh, he's not without sin, but he was faithful. The purpose of Job, uh, there's a number of them, uh, probably more than most books, uh, to show how God often uses adversity as well as prosperity to lead his children, his people, to maturity. To show God's great sovereignty over Satan and how he can use the devil's worst attacks for his own purposes and his people's good. To show the dynamic of God's person as he deals with his people, not with a mechanical, legalistic rules, but with love. And to demonstrate to all the universe God's great ability uh, to reproduce his love in people and in their responses in worship, even when they don't understand so, you know, we see so many different aspects of Job. It's an amazing book. Uh, unique contributions of Job, the greatness of God. The book of Job is filled with the greatness of God from the beginning right to the end. Um, the greatness of God's person in Job 42. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou canst do everything, that no thought can be withholden from thee. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understood not things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. Here I beseech thee, and I will speak. I will demand of thee, and declare unto, unto me. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but, my, but now my eye seeth thee. This greatness is seen not only as in sovereignty over all things, but in the power of his ways. He works with individuals in numerous ways to accomplish his plans. The greatness of his power. So we saw the greatness of his person. We see the greatness of his power. None is so fierce that dare stir him up. Who then is able to stand before me? This is Job 41 verses 10 and 11. Verse 11. Who have prevented me that I should repay him. Whatsoever is under the whole heaven is mine. The power of his law commands the whole spiritual uh, and physical world. And the power of love is able to command the love and devotion of individuals. I mean, God's power is amazing. Greatness of his purposes. Uh, verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 3. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God as she was evil? And still he holdeth fast his integrity, although thou movest me against him to destroy him without cause. His purpose for man is not just to pamper them, men, with an easy life here and now, but to perfect them for eternity. It's a progression. You know, eternity's coming and making them ready. In the process, we may see uh, even you, he might even use Satan uh, to fulfill the purpose of demonstrating to all his spiritual intelligence, the greatness of his wisdom, and the greatness of his grace. 
Why the, the Righteous Suffer is another contribution in this book. This book supplies the answer to one of man's greatest problems, why God allows the righteous to suffer, if he's both loving and sovereign. We find a number of answers. Suffering is a privilege that God gives his people to help them fulfill some great purposes. Job 1.8 And the Lord said to Satan, Hast thou considered my, my servant Job? There's none like him. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power, only upon himself, put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. Now, suffering, God allows it, and there's a purpose for it. Suffering is a call to trust when we don't understand. Because to know the purpose might destroy the effect. Verse chapter 13 verse 15 though he slay me yet while I trust him I will maintain my own ways before him suffering may be God's tool to bring one to the end of himself or herself and his protective defenses so that God may become his defender Job 42 verse 3 who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge Therefore have I uttered that I understood not things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. Here I beseech thee, and I will speak, I will demand of thee, I declare thou unto me. I have heard of thee by the hearing of my ear, but now my eyes that seeth thee. Wherefore I abhor myself and repent in the dust of the ashes. Job had come to the end of himself in the suffering. He came to an end of himself, and God was his defender. And I don't think we are too far off Job some days. Well, we might not have his prosperity, but we, too, think we can defend ourselves so often, and we, too, uh, face that coming to the end of ourselves. So I hope that's been a help to you, an encouragement to you, uh, as you go from day to day. And thank you for listening, and uh, join us next time. And as you... As you do come back next time, keep exploring the Word. Continue to explore it and see what God has for you uh, as one of His children. God has a plan, and it is marvelous. Have a great day.